You listening to Trek FM. Breaker to Captain Picard. Go ahead, number one. May I see you in the observation lounge, sir? I'll be right there. This seems to be some kind of meeting place. Some kind of meeting. Some 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 kind of meeting place. Could you want it? I don't think they're going to let us in, Artu. We'd better go. Maybe we'd better talk out here at the observation lab and just turn into a swamp. Artu, wait! Oh dear. Artu. Artu, I really don't think we should rush into all this. Oh! Welcome to the Observation Lounge, Episode 10, Nothing Weird is Going to Happen. This is your acting host, Drew Stewart. Joining me today in my uh, to help me take my podcasting innocence away, I chose two professional female podcasters. Today we have Charlene Schmidt. Hello, my pretty. And Jenny Zell. What's up, everybody? Yay, Jenny's here! Poor Drew, poor Drew, poor Drew. You asked We're for here it. to corrupt you. Yes, I did. This is true. Yeah. Drew. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like two yeah. responsible podcasters, and then I stopped and I thought, oh. I'm not professional at anything. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Professional is a lie. Yeah. We, uh, we just like to give off that impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Drew, you were asking for it because you asked me to be the co-host today. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, who should we have for a guest? And my first instinct, well, we got to get Madame Zell on because yeah. she is fun. <laughs> so here we are. And you are so in for it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So before Yay! we get too goofy, uh, I did get a oh. suggestion from somebody at work. I work in, in uh, information technology security for government. Not allowed to talk about it. Ooh, but top secret? secret. No. I am getting my secret clearance, and that's pretty cool. But this isn't secret. Ooh. This is this is well known. Uh, okay. I wanted to advise everyone that Java is dangerous. Not the coffee, but, but oh. the, the oh, plugin. <laughs> okay, because otherwise I'd be so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The the plugin, uh, it's it's got a lot of exploits, and they they keep releasing fixes. They've released like three this week, but none of them are actually patching the holes so if you have java oh. enabled on your browser you may want to have it disabled i'll have links to instructions on how to do that in the show okay. notes okay uh actually this is really cool that you brought this up because just the other day it was yesterday actually uh my pc wanted to update the java and it kind of imploded on itself as it tried to install and then just kind of gave up and said eh, never mind quitting this failed stop it's and very I have strange. no idea if it had anything to do with that at all, but it made me think of that. Uh, my Mac, on the other hand, no Java problems. So is this right. a specific Windows problem, or is it just any platform? It's a browser problem. I'm not sure if it's specific to Windows or Mac. Um, but like Minecraft on the PC uses Java. But that's okay, uh-huh. because it's not. it doesn't have a hole mm-hmm. for, for the desktop version, just the browser plugins. Okay. Which browser are we talking about? Um, all of them. I mean, it's just oh, a Java okay. hole, and Java inserts <laughs> okay. the same way into all of them. 
Okay, I had the impression it was maybe a specific Firefox problem or a Chrome problem. No. Um, okay. <laughs> it just inserts itself so, into all the holes, basically, is what yes. you're saying. <laughs> Yay, and by inserting itself started. into all these holes, it, it allows holes for more people to insert things in. And it exploits them. It exploits the holes. Endless holes to exploit. I love it. Good job, Java. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go, kids. Ah, all right. So with uh, with that PSA done, <laughs> yeah, our first our first uh, actual news. Uh, some of this is is a couple weeks old as we didn't talk about anything on the show, uh, any news on the show last week, and it was all just uh, Oscar talk. I brought some stuff that I wanted to talk about that we didn't get the opportunity to talk about. Um, we have the uh, the president of ABC talking about the Avengers TV show and the Star Wars TV show. Both of which, okay, one of which, okay, they're TV shows <laughs> that I may or may not be excited about depending on how they turn out. You're uh, waiting thankfully. to see, basically. Exactly. S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be yeah. exciting. The, it's going to tie in with the Avengers movies. Agent Coulson, alive, which is okay. fantastic. Okay. All right. And Joss Whedon is is creating and and producing i believe so and all the fanboys are just wetting their pants over that one maybe yes, seriously another whedon tv show but this time he's got the the network is like please do this instead of him being like can i do this right yeah yeah my twitter timeline was blowing up over this whole thing so fanboys are very happy Mm-hmm. and then then the star wars live action show luke is promised even before he sold it to disney um but he swore that it would be like six million dollars an episode and that what? no one would fund that uh, which is funny because that's how much the friends friends each of the friends made a million dollars per episode in the last season holy crap well, wait okay <laughs> but well yeah okay fr um, really friends a million dollars a piece i think so they're, they're, the actors' salaries must have been so freaking high at yeah. that point. But okay, that's still different from six million an episode. It's a that's lot. Of, there were six sweet. friends. It's a lot of green screen. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot of green screen. Is the problem? He wanted it to be uh, because he didn't want to build any sets. He wanted it to be kind of like Blood and Chrome, I guess. Ended up being with the digital sets and everybody running in front of green screens, which turned out okay, but not something that I think would last from week to week. But yeah. now that George is completely out of it, I'm more excited at the prospect of it actually being good, but I, I don't, right. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I guess wait and see. I mean, I don't know. These things feel like such a crapshoot. It yeah. can be either really good or really bad. Yeah. And I'd kind of sworn off Star Wars completely. Like after... Have you? Yeah. Um, I guess it was after Phantom Menace. Or no, actually, it was probably after the, the whole second trilogy thing i was just like i'm done with this i'm done with it <laughs> and then they kept redoing it okay. and releasing new dvds and new special effects and i was like i this is out of my life forever i broke up with star wars <laughs> and that's how i ended up with star trek actually because i was like i needed something oh, really? else nerdy to fill the void and star trek was there for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've i've i have a similar kind of thing i was i've always floated back and forth between them i'm still a big original trilogy fan and uh mm -hmm. fan edits uh, i like the fan edits of the original trilogy and the 
comedic fan edits of the pair of the prequel. I called them the parody trilogy. <laughs> ha, nice. The prequel trilogy are really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, as as a franchise, as as like new movies and stuff, I'm not. It's going to take a lot to get me excited, mm -hmm. which is a good segue into the next article, which is <laughs> me not being excited about. You know, Vulture reported that Zack Snyder of, of 300 fame was going to direct uh, a seven samurai kind of not episode seven or eight or nine that they've already announced, but some kind of in-between movie like they're doing. Like the Marvel movies, I'm imagining mm -hmm. they're wanting to to pump two or three Star Wars movies out a year, which they they could do. There's it's a big enough universe, but Zack Snyder directing no, and then Zack Snyder's <laughs> people came and said no, no, that's not happening, and so it was dead like an hour after that. And then Vulture came back and said <laughs> no, it's totally happening. We we watched him meet with with Lucasfilm. So this is like a big game of telephone going back and forth. Nobody actually knows what's going on. It's just hearsay and rumors and mm -hmm. we're still waiting to see what's going on. Yes. And, and this is going to happen for the next, I mean, how long is it going to be before they announce a director? Probably maybe later this year. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be rumors and like, Oh, you know, was, was Guillermo del Toro approached? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> Uh, noise, noise, noise. Yes. Exclusive sources reporting nothing. <laughs> I don't know where these sources come from. Right. On exclusive stories and no. It doesn't no, make you. any sense. <laughs> uh, like yeah. I said before on the show, I could be a source. I mean, like, like you could trust me <laughs> oh, because yeah. I gave you, uh, like, I accidentally stumbled across some information and it happened to be right. Mm -hmm. And so then you're going to trust me from then on. So I can yeah. just make up whatever I want. I have a blog. It's Absolutely on the internet. True. Therefore, it's valid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? <laughs> That's how things work now. Yeah. I totally saw Peter Jackson talking to George Lucas. He's obviously going to be the next director of uh, of the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, duh. Why else would that be happening? <laughs> that would Each one be is going to really be cool. four hours long. <laughs> and uh, there's going to be a lot of walking in space, which is going to be really <laughs> weird. <laughs> And then some space hobbits drop a ring into the space volcano. Right. Yeah. And my butt is going to hurt so bad after watching that movie in the theaters. I'm going to swear it off just like I did after the first Lord of the Rings. This is a true story. Saw the first of the Lord of the Rings movies in a horrible older movie theater with ridiculously worn out seats. Three hours later, my tailbone felt so bruised. Oh, yeah. And I just said, okay, no more. I can't do the other two. I swore them off back before they were even made, like in 2001, wow. okay? <laughs> right after I saw that movie, I'm just like, no, no. And I have not seen the last two wow. movies. Nor have I seen The Hobbit. I just... Wow. Aversions, people, aversions. Wow. I'm a bad nerd. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my tailbone tells me things, and I listen. Now, that's funny, because my wife has a broken tailbone. She literally can't sit for three, three and a half hours, whatever. Oh, wow. It, mine's not broken. It's just uh, it's got really bad memories of the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but she's she's seen all the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't know if she saw them in theaters because we weren't together at the time. But mm. um, I know that she doesn't care for them. They're okay. She thinks they're too long. There's a lot of walking and wandering, and nothing really happens. But she went to go see The Hobbit with me because she really mm -hmm. likes the book and she likes the cartoon musical and stuff. 
and she sat there the whole time. Really? Okay, mm -hmm. so she was pretty engaged. Wow. Oh, she was completely engaged and never once, you know, shuffled in her seat or complained or got up. Hmm. It was probably those two hot dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. She liked the songs. I still don't know if my tailbone's up to that task. But at home, we'll you can pause it. Yeah. And and you can take yeah. a butt break. Y you know, that's what I do with a lot of movies these days is I just wait for Netflix because... I enjoy the convenience of not watching a movie next to annoying people in the, mm -hmm. the you know, in the safety of my own home. Yeah. I don't I don't nice. have that problem seeing movies here in my hometown or in yeah. where I live because uh nobody was there. Like when we went to see Prometheus. Oh. We were completely alone. Wow. Wow. That's really nice when that happens too. Oh yeah, especially for Prometheus cuz she kept leaning over like is this is this the movie? Is this happening? <laughs> so we what actually kind of mocked right? the movie while we were watching it. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was in an empty movie theater. It's been a long time for Weekend me. Weekend at Bernie's 2, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Might have been that long ago. That's and I love that movie. I was going to say, that's probably a good movie to be alone at, you know. Nobody's seen me, You don't want me, people right? to see you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be true. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's 1, that's decent. You can get away with that. But Weekend at Bernie's 2, yeah, I just admitted something that's going to haunt me now. What was the subtitle to that? Still dead? <laughs> there was a subtitle? No, there wasn't. Okay, that's just checking. And wasn't that the one where they actually, you know, did some voodoo magic on him and he yes. came back to life yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. They, yes. They, if they played like reggae music, he would find a treasure or something. Yeah, he started getting up and dancing, <laughs> yes. and then the treasure was underwater, so he had the headphones on with the waterproof Walkman and was walking on the ocean floor to the treasure. Because that's totally realistic for a dead man, right? Why not? Maybe he's dead. <laughs> I mean, well, if I mean, yeah, if you're gonna actually go so far as to make him dance to reggae music because of a voodoo curse, you might as well. <laughs> exactly. You've got nothing to exactly. lose. Exactly. It's a horrible movie, but I still love it just because Weekend at Bernie's 1 was... I grew up on that. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it sounds like a rejected original series pilot. Original series episode. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. The ambassador's dead. Well, we need to, we need to keep him around. <laughs> Bones Let's is back there like, moving his arms. Let's use some weird alien hoax on him. <laughs> <Bang>. <laughs> then just turn on some weird... Um, what is that music, the kind of hippie jingle that they use for Spock sometime? Uh, like, you know, I don't remember what it is at all. <laughs> That's nothing to do with it at all. But they play that, and he just starts getting up. He's going. Yeah. Puts out his hand. Hey, how you doing? I'm the ambassador. Yes. We're at another meeting, right? Negotiations? Let's do this. <laughs> no big deal. Got this. Got this. And they pass him off and pull off the deal. Mm -hmm. The negotiations are made. The treaty is signed. All is well in the universe. Mm -hmm. No harm done. Exactly. That yeah. was in season four, I believe, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. It will be once I tweet it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Look forward right. to that. Char, what's what's this next uh, article, movie thing that we, we have okay. on our list? Are you I excited found, about this? I found this so disappointing. Jurassic Park... Four? Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Okay, and I have a confession to make. This is how much of a movie buff I am not. Uh, 
back in 1993, when everybody in the whole freaking world saw Jurassic Park. Guess what? I didn't out of spite. <laughs> and I have not seen any Jurassic <laughs> Park movie to this day, and nor will I ever. Because screw this franchise. I don't know what it is. I, I don't like dinosaurs. Sorry. Uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. But the fact that they're making a fourth one now, too? Like, okay, come on. get Give it up. Ladies well, and gentlemen, you may be wondering what that big, long silence was that was me editing out Charlene's blast. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Landrew. <laughs> I know people are going to just think, okay, screw that chick. She sucks. It's okay. Send me hate mail. I can take it. I'm a big girl. You're going to get hate mail from dinosaurs. Um, well, f*** them. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jenny? What? Please tell me that you at least liked the first one. I did. I really liked okay, the first good. one. The second one, eh, I didn't even see the mm. third one. Yeah, I saw it, it on, on DVD. I was like, I've got to complete my collection because that was back in the day when I, I had to own them all. And so I made my dad buy it for me. I was like, Dad, buy me Jurassic Park 3 because he, he gave me his copies of 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. And so he bought it and it was terrible. It was literally Jurassic Park 3. I, I read uh, the making of Jurassic Park and the books and all that kind of stuff over and over and over again. Jurassic Park yeah. 3 is literally just the deleted scenes like the, the, the stuff that they cut out of the scripts. <laughs> oh, that's just awful. strung together. That is awful. See, this is why I'm glad I never got into the franchise in the first place. Like, no, no. okay, all of my junior high friends were reading that, that damn book. And now I'm so glad that I, I had the wisdom at 12 years old to realize, no, this was bullshit. The book was very good. And I, you know, I like that a lot better than the movie. Um, but this this new one and even part three might as well not even exist to me. I I don't acknowledge its existence whatsoever. Right. You would think mm -hmm. after three was so bad, they're actually going to go forward with the fourth one. Right. I was it quite surprised. Yeah. It it might work if they they stop shoehorning in characters from the original the original movie, like because the third one just had Alan Grant for no reason. So is Jeff Goldblum coming back? <laughs> I I. If anybody does, I hope it because I like uh, I like I I I I like I like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, I do like his acting style. I like the because listen to me. I stop and I start and I stutter. I mean that's how normal people talk. Normal people don't stand there and give you know grand Patrick Stewart esque speeches. Don't talk bad about Patrick Stewart. Oh. No no no. Yeah, I'm just... come on now. Patrick Stewart does. <laughs> Yes, I, I I know he does in real life. And that's what's that's what makes him so great. This is true. Yes, that is why he is Sir Patrick. Yeah, exactly. I I, I like the first movie. Um, I'm actually waiting for the 3D version to come out, not so that I can see it in 3D, but so that they will release it by itself on Blu-ray. Okay. So that I can just okay. buy the one movie without buying the whole box. And, right. Right. You know, throwing okay. away discs. Not that I would. <laughs> I'm not that ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so you really like the first one, mm -hmm. and that's about it. I mean, as as a, as a dinosaur, like I really liked dinosaurs. It, it hit me at the perfect time. You know, I was nine, ten years old. It, it was the perfect time, the perfect movie. It was just scary enough to be, you know, cool. And you know, the effects were were great. And I was that was something I was always into. I remember seeing the trailers and assuming that they were all holograms. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, holographic mm -hmm. dinosaurs. 
how did that holographic dinosaur bust through that tree? I mean, I could still remember trying to, <laughs> like, there must be, like, gravity generators inside the hologram. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Nine years old. Wow. I always had wow. that problem. You were a little menacing genius, weren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> were you watching Star Trek at this point when you were nine years old that helped you think oh, yeah. ahead in the future of the, these high-tech holographs? I, I never like watched any of the Next Generation sh series live, mm -hmm. but my dad showed me a lot of TOS that he had taped, um, his favorite episodes. Okay. Nice. All right. Ginny. Yes. Well, next here on our list, uh, tell us about this glorious and then not glorious and then questionable thing. Oh, the Adobe thing. I guess what mm -hmm. happened if I kept the page open? <laughs> 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 Whoops. Sorry, guys. I know how to podcasting. Okay. You can has podcasts? Yes, I can. I can, <laughs> I can have many podcasts. So a couple weeks ago, Adobe decided to release CS2. I guess it was not the entire CS2 suite. It was just... No, it was. Was it really? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was just... Yeah, the entire thing. I thought it was just like the... Um, what do they call it? The design premium package or something, which is like InDesign... Photoshop, Illustrator, like kind of the basics. Oh, okay. And it oh, it was well, a whole suite. I don't know if it was the premium. It was kind of their core package of stuff. Mm. And um, okay, so it goes around like wildfire. Everybody's like, oh, they're giving it out for free. That's fantastic. And yeah, I tweeted it. Yeah, and I did too. And I went try to download it because why the hell not? Even though I have a yeah. copy of it at home that's semi-legal because it's student. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have a student at my house. Um, you know, I tried to go download it and it's everybody crashed the server because obviously Photoshop is yeah. free now. They're, Adobe's yeah. giving shit away for free. And <laughs> um, Yeah, and why not? Yeah. And it really seemed to make sense. I was like, you know, that's that's a really smart move because, you know, here's something that they're very, you know, hard against pri uh, piracy. You know, right, yeah. there's so many people that, that pirate um, Photoshop in particular. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, they're kind of making a, a stab back at people that are pirating because it's so much easier to just go and download it and be able to use it legally. But then it turns out what they actually were doing, this is by my understanding because it was a lot of back and forth, weird, mm -hmm. wibbly wobbly oh, things. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. They just, they discontinued their activation server, which is like when you use Adobe software, you put in your code and then they call home to Adobe's servers and say, yes, this is valid. Um, right. They disabled those, so they said, okay, well, we're going to give you a new copy of CS2 that you can download for free, and it won't call home because we don't have that anymore. Then they're like, no, that we didn't mean to give it out to everybody for free. We just wanted to give it to the people that already had it. And now they, I guess they're redirecting it to CS6 when you try to go download that free link. <laughs> Oh really? So, yeah, it's um Aww. it was really kind of stupid because you know, they Adobe is kind of the industry standard for this sort of thing. But right, which is why everybody wants it. Right. But there are so many people that just really can't afford the new software and right. giving out an older version would it helped them to secure that, you know, to be able to say, okay, you know, if you can't afford this, use this. It's something that came out yeah. like five, six years ago or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it came out in like what, 2000, 
five or something like that. I think so it's so. a few years old, yeah. but you could still learn yes. how to use it and get yourself familiar and make yourself more marketable in the job market exactly. because mm -hmm. everybody wants you to know how to use an Adobe product mm -hmm. and therefore that's going to help Adobe remain the standard. Exactly. In business. I thought this was such a smart move when I first heard about it, thinking, hey, you know what? Back when I was a poor college student and I didn't want to pirate software, but did anyway, <laughs> I could have used this and I could have exactly done it, you know, the, the better way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, then they did this whole thing of retracting it and, oh, no, we didn't really mean to. And yeah. I just thought, oh, that was kind of My bad. Bummer. Didn't really mean to give out yeah. the software for free. No, I think they should have just stayed with it because it was a smart move. They mm -hmm. didn't realize how smart it freaking was. Yeah, they should have just went with it when they realized that that's what everybody thought. Just like, yeah, yeah. sure, that's the ticket. <laughs> well, and why not? Okay, it's not like you're giving out CS6 to everybody for free. Mm -hmm. It's CS2. It's a few versions down. I mean, it has a lot of the same functions, not quite everything mm -hmm. up to the latest version. But it's it's incompatible with Windows 8 and the latest, you know, Mac OS. So... It's not right. like you're going to be getting the people who are on the edge, the cutting edge anyway. Right. And it's also going to yeah. get the people who were have been using GIMP or, you know, some yeah. other half-assed program. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. Wouldn't that help kind of squish out that yeah. kind of market? I mean, nothing against GIMP or any other kind of open source stuff because I think there is a purpose for that sort of a yes. thing. And I think this kind of illustrates why we have things like GIMP because the big boys don't want to have kind of any kind of leeway whatsoever mm -hmm. whereas right. i thought this was the move that adobe was going to make when they when we thought we were releasing it thought okay now this was the smartest move they could have made and then not well, really okay it just <laughs> it know. doesn't the the way that they did it doesn't make any sense either so they were going to be you have to sign in like they said what they wanted to do was you're supposed to sign in create an adobe id and then put in your valid code and then they would let you download it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. but you didn't have to be logged in in order to get to the download page. Right. Like That's what I didn't that's understand. That's the easiest thing to do <laughs> is to not show them, create them a custom download page every time that they actually do it. And then, right. you know, tie to that activation key so that I couldn't give it to you, give mm -hmm. my CS2 key to right. each of you guys and let you download it no just a one-time thing i can't imagine it would be super hard but no they just have a big page and be like here you go download right. it here's the key right next to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you think adobe would be smart enough to have done something like that mm -hmm. and averted this problem entirely well you'd think that this this calling home thing would would prevent you from accidentally installing something on too many computers at once but it's not it doesn't right I think it does on some of the newer versions of the software, which I don't have because I can't afford it, you know. But um, I think it actually does. I only does. have them thanks to my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does, like, you have to uninstall it on one computer before you put it on the next one because it, it checks. It's like, no. Right. No. You get one copy. <laughs> it doesn't care where you've got that copy, but you can only have one. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you don't have a computer that's not on the internet i guess not that i'm encouraging anyone to do that <laughs> right well no they make you call they make you call <laughs> i i had to do that with my cs1 when i bought it when it first came out oh really okay 
But then, I don't know, here's the thing. Hackers are always going to find a way around this stuff. Yes. And if Adobe really wants to get rid of hackers, I really think that releasing an older version of its software for free is the answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, now granted, you're always going to have those people who are trying to get the latest version. And fine, do the very best you can to protect yourself and prosecute those that are trying to steal your software. But for the rest of us who just want to try to be as on top of uh, the job market as we can and, and to help you in turn be the industry standard, why not do this? Why not, Adobe? Come on, have at it, buddy. Right. Just give I've us been a thinking this software. whole time, trying to, f trying to figure out what this reminds me of, and I, I finally hit on it, hmm. um, and it's Star Wars. Um, <laughs> OriginalTrilogy.com. Uh, is a forum that I'm a part of, and they're very big on the preservation of the original versions, the original trilogy. And uh, there's there's always been a demand for the original Laserdisc versions because those were the last best quality versions before the special editions. So uh, people were distributing the Laserdisc version burned a DVD. Mm. And so mm. in 2006, that's what Lucas released. As the bonus disc to the special editions, he released a limited edition, the Laserdisc version. And it was literally, they went to the Laserdisc Master, even though it was full screen. I mean, it was widescreen, but it was full screen. So there's actually right. black bars on the top and bottom and sides on your TV. It's a good old letterbox oh, wow. edition. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't they didn't upgrade it or anything. They just burned it to disc and said, haha, now your your mm -hmm. your restoration is is useless. But then they messed it up in different ways. So still the best way to do it is the Laserdisc version, which is really, really, really sad because there haven't been Laserdiscs around in, what, 12, 20 years maybe? Something like that, yeah. 1991. It's a big shiny record with a movie <laughs> <Basically>. on it. Basically. <laughs> Those and are so cool. It's interesting you brought that up because um, a several years back, Pearl Jam had a problem with um, a lot of bootleg albums coming out. So what they did was all this stuff that was on the bootlegs, they took it and put it on a couple of CDs and sold them. It's like, you want these songs? Buy them. Great. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. Like, <laughs> this is what you want? Here, have it. Because, I mean, I was, I was a huge fan and I was paying, like, ridiculous amounts of money for bootleg CDs. If I had just waited like two more years, I could have gotten all those songs <laughs> for like $10 CD. Hindsight, Yeah. Man. But you know. <laughs> All right. Now, I don't have Facebook, so I can't do... I am going to comment, but I can't do much commenting on the next couple <laughs> things here. Oh, um, you mean about how you can stalk your friends even more now by searching about their interests? Even more wait. efficiently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, search within Facebook for... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This feels like such a... I always feel like Facebook takes one step forward, two steps back, and becomes even more stalker friendly in all of its enhancements and yes. improvements that it makes yes. for itself. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm on the verge of canceling my Facebook account. The only thing that stops me from doing it is that my mom and my sister and some other family members are on there. They're not on Twitter, probably, thank God. <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there, they, there's nothing on there that they wouldn't be surprised by, but they would probably comment and say, hey, you should, you should shut your mouth. <laughs> like, fuck you. You should stop swearing so much. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> to which I would say, fuck you. 
<laughs> and they know that. Thank goodness. Then they still love me. But with Facebook, it's it's kind of a different climate. I mean, I post different stuff on Facebook than I do on yes. Twitter. I mean, I'm an uber nerd on Twitter because all of my friends and my audience, my so-called audience, we are all nerds. So I post nerdy stuff on Facebook. It's more kind of like life things. Hey, here's a picture of my kitty. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of crap. Yeah, this whole graph search thing, I've already decided I'm not ever going to use it because it seems kind of pointless and I don't like it. See, now I got a totally different impression from this because immediately when I read it, I was like, I want to use this because there's been times that I'm like, whatever happened with that one picture from like five years ago when we were at such and such place, you know, and I have to go stalking through somebody's page for two hours, you know. (laughs) And then right. you show up at the well, doorstep. This kind of, I can, this kind I of can thing, see it, it makes for it that. Easier. But what they're designing it for is so that you can search your friends' likes more efficiently. Oh. What they're, they're, what they're yeah. envisioning is, I'm going to Chicago. Like when I was going to Chicago, what they wanted me to do was search restaurants in Chicago that my friends like, quote unquote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then... Either I wouldn't have to communicate with them, or I would just message these, you know, people I haven't talked to in 20 years. Hey, what's your favorite thing to get at this restaurant? And they probably just liked it to get a coupon, and they don't really <laughs> like it. Because really, right? how many of your likes on Facebook are things you actually care about? Yeah. Dude, that is why I like half the things I do on Facebook is for freaking deals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or because you get a message from your friend that says, please like my page. Oh, okay. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> No, I think that's absolute crap. Don't, no. <laughs> I've been gone no, for dumb. almost a year, so I'm not. not you're you clean know. and a sober. Year, really? Mm-hmm. Good for you. You'd need a chip. <laughs> <laughs> the furthest I think I've gone is like six weeks off of Facebook, so. That's yeah. impressive. Mm. I've got you beat. I've got about two months when wow. I was moving and teaching, and my life was beyond super crazy mm-hmm. i didn't have time for anything much less facebook so right uh that was yeah that was definitely low on the priority list but i did go crawling back <laughs> I, I feel that most um status updates even on twitter sometimes are just bragging yes like you know <laughs> i'm at this bar in Ooh. new york city or something Ooh, yeah. good for you i paid 20 dollars for this martini ain't it pretty <laughs> <laughs> or no my favorite on facebook and i noticed that people do this a lot more on facebook than they ever do on twitter is the mindless updates that nobody needs to know ever mm-hmm. like i'm gonna do laundry and then eat dinner and then watch a movie with my yeah. babe who cares <laughs> who cares Just no, shut up and do it <laughs> Exactly. Why does the world need to know that? Shut the hell up. I, I don't once, get that. Once my feed was filled with things uh, like that, that was the point where I was just like, I'd yeah. check Facebook and I'd, you know, just as a habit. <laughs> and I'd just scroll shut. through it like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't mm-hmm. care, I don't care, mm-hmm. I don't care. And I'm it like, takes why a lot am I even here? To, like, filter out all those people. Like, you can still be friends with them, but you can have them not show up your, in your news feed and stuff like that. I mean, I've got family members that do that and... It really bothers me, and yet I still don't have the heart to completely ignore them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they are family, and yes. damn them. <laughs> I have several people so like frustrating. that. frustrating. Just like, just don't show this person. I don't, I don't need and to see like, every time they go to dinner. You can't comment either, because you realize like, if you tell them nobody cares, 
they're going to get totally insulted and you hurt my feelings yes. on Facebook. <laughs> I want an apology. <sighs> get a life. I'm going to pull a bit Will Shatner and say, get a life. My, my biggest peeve recently has been uh, businesses are just being really lazy with like their with their official sites mm -hmm. especially local businesses like uh, the coffee shop downtown here we went there and they were closed and they're like they were there they opened up the door and they were like you know we changed our hours we posted it on facebook thanks <laughs> that's true there's this that's mentality so where they people expect you to know everything because you read it on facebook right oh yeah right everybody gets to work you know, all my I work in IT, so everybody's on the computers and stuff, and they they all get to work and be like, "Didn't you read that on my Facebook?" And then and then people <laughs> just be like, "Oh yeah, you don't have Facebook," and they have to tell me a story. Yeah, that's a lost art. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when that, I was on Facebook, it? I didn't have to, you know, I didn't really have to communicate with people. I would just be like, "Oh yeah, their you know their kid is sick." I knew that. Right. You just throw this information out there and then wait for people to respond to you. And then, you know, half the time I've seen people like get all butthurt about it. Like, oh, I posted that on Facebook. Nobody said anything to me. Maybe it was hidden amongst <laughs> all of your like inspirational quotes and pictures of your kids <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and your endless photos of your stupid children. Yes. And what you did last night and the weekend the before fighting. that. And the weekend the political before rants. that, and yeah, and your stupid video of your kid walking around with in its diaper. I mean, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Which, as I'm complaining that it that it's cutting out story time, uh, the the next one is that the Facebook Messenger app for for iPhone now allows you to make free calls to cell phones using your Wi-Fi or 3G network. And this is hmm. okay. I don't have an iPhone, but don't you have FaceTime that you can use over Wi-Fi? That's right. kind of what I was thinking, too. Like if you have an iPhone and the person you're calling has an but iPhone. But if the person you're calling does, right. But if yeah. you could pick up your phone right now and you could call Jenny on the phone and it would ring her phone, but it would use your internet. Really? Are people that struggling with cell phone minutes? <laughs> Apparently. I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't used any this month. No. Not one. Dude, yeah, okay. We, My husband and I share the lowest minute plan so do we. you can have mm -hmm. on AT&T. It's so something like 500 minutes. Mm -hmm. We've had rollover minutes expire on us because we do not <laughs> yes. ever use our allotted minutes. Where are these people coming from? And yet we, I hit my data just... cap like every month. <laughs> it's like, what is it, three gigs <laughs> yeah. or something? That's what I worry about every month. I'm looking, okay, I'm at 75%. We've got four days left. Can I do it? Can I do it? <laughs> well, see, I still have the unlimited plan with AT&T, but what they do is they slow it down. They put you on like the, you know, the regular network instead of the 3G network if you go over three gigs. Oh, which oh. is slow as molasses. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I've hit that several times where I forget to turn Wi-Fi on when I get home and I'm sitting there watching Netflix oh. or YouTube and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would screw you up big time. Yeah. So what is the point yeah. of this? I guess can you, I guess you could call Facebook people without having to give your number out to creepers, maybe? But that that seems even I guess. worse because I don't want Then you're people... getting in touch with the creepers. Yeah, I don't want people <laughs> on Facebook to call me. Like if me neither. If I want them to call me, I'll give them my number. I'm I'm not sure if it's the the article that I linked 
but there I read an article that was saying that this is this is Facebook trying to figure out who you actually communicate with. Oh. I mean, sure, you're friends with all of these people on Facebook, but who do you actually talk oh, to? Oh, brother. Okay, this is what I'm talking about with the whole stalker thing. Not only can you stalk people better on Facebook, but Facebook wants to stalk you mm -hmm. even more. Mm -hmm. Better than ever. No. Yeah. They want they want to be able to, the example was like, uh, say your friend, say your your neighbor likes Pepsi. You never talk to your neighbor, but your friend's on Facebook, your coworker <laughs> or whatever. And because and, they're trying to move to ads where it's just like, you know, Billy Bob liked Pepsi. Do, do you yeah. like Pepsi? Well, see, like if it's Billy Bob and you don't care, you know, who cares? But it's like your husband, you know, just, mm -hmm. you know, he likes this. Why don't you like this too? You talk to him on the phone enough. You're like, yeah. oh. You talk to your husband on the phone instead of face to face when you live in the same goddamn house. <laughs> no, we tweet each other. <laughs> Call each other yeah. on Wi-Fi. Yeah, take that, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about that? Punk. <laughs> I kind of wonder if they're already starting to do this, though, because I've noticed that the, all the little ads on the side that, you know, so-and-so likes this, so-and-so likes this, it used to be, like, geared towards what they think I'm going to like, but I recently i've noticed it is starting to be more of people that i talk to more often like mm -hmm. people that i i talk to because i use the messenger a lot to chat yeah, with people okay. that's exactly what they're using it yeah. for uh-huh although i get a lot of ads in arabic and i don't know what this is trying to tell me <laughs> like i hmm, can't even read really it weird <laughs> well that's interesting <laughs> i don't even have any <laughs> arabic friends maybe it's a subliminal thing <laughs> Maybe Facebook's into subliminal messages it, now. It this could get me really to learn scary Arabic. really fast. <laughs> the the last article we're going to we're going to talk about. I'm going to do a dramatic reading. Ooh. Oh please! Of a Craigslist ad. <laughs> I I was tempted to post on Craigslist uh, to to find co-hosts for tonight, but uh, and it would have read it would have read something like this. Edmonton Craigslist, all personals, strictly platonic. Make it so, male for white women. 31, Edmonton 31. Need two or three women for Star Trek role-playing. No nudity, no touching. Strictly the next generation era characters and costumes. Last time, someone tried TOS, and it was a disaster. There will be no mixing of eras. I don't want to hear how Captain Kirk is so great. Kirk isn't half the captain that Picard is, okay? Kirk is a fat, chauvinist ladies' man. Picard is an honorable, intellectual, and an excellent diplomat. I built a bridge in my mom's garage and a small shuttlecraft. If this sounds like something you want to do, let me know and I'll send you the script. I don't mind if your costume isn't terribly authentic. Just make sure it's close to TNG era. Once you have your script, you can think about your character and let me know about any ideas you have. We won't be filming anything. It's just a fun way to spend an afternoon. Maybe my mom will make lunch. <laughs> it helps if you know a lot about the show. This next part is crossed out now. <laughs> this isn't paid, but I have a doctor's prescription pad, a long story, and can write you a prescription for basically anything you want. <laughs> The reason I need women is that the story is about getting stuck on a shuttlecraft. I can't tell you more now. Most weeknights and weekends are good times. Having your own props is an asset. 
Example, a phaser or a visor if your character needs one. Please respond with pick and short bio plus stats. Nothing weird is going to happen. And that's when he lost Wait, me. How could <laughs> I was I was oh, all I for it until he said nothing weird is going to happen. No touching, <laughs> no nudity. I was out. I was about to call him. Well, you know what enticed me was the whole thing about props. What other props could you bring? <laughs> but then he put in the no weird, and I thought, damn, the dildo's out. <laughs> All right, there's there's more updates. Oh, Up good. Update one. I was able to get more volunteers than requested. Response was amazing. Thanks for all encouraging words. I will leave it posted for more to enjoy and maybe try doing this way they live. It's very fun. Asking you to consider a small donation to your local Humane Society on behalf of Spot. Aww. Double update. Anyone saying this ad is for sex, in quotation marks, is wrong. <laughs> this is just for fun. People from everywhere want to do this. Build your own bridge and have some Trek friends over. Oh, Don't let people's right. anti-Trekism make you feel bad. Wow. That was epic. Yeah. He needs really women because it's a story about being stuck on a shuttlecraft. That's what I didn't understand. But there's no touching. No touching. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. And only and white nothing women. Nothing weird is going to happen at all. Nothing. No. Yeah. Nothing weird is going to happen. Period. <laughs> okay. This dude either needs some drugs. He can you know, get like his own drugs. He's drugs. got a prescription pad. <laughs> he can sweet. write you prescriptions. So, okay, then that begs a question. What is he already on? What did he write prescriptions <laughs> for himself for? I'm guessing Ritalin, mood stabilizers, probably some antipsychotics, <laughs> uh, and probably at least one benzo. <laughs> at least. Because to have such a sensitive, cool temperament, and yet nothing weird is going to happen, that screams benzos. <laughs> Just saying. I'll, Are you I'll the expert? Hey, I'm the psychology student <laughs> okay. here, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, good. Uh, I, in theory, I would know these things. How do you know about all these things? I read about it. Okay. In textbooks. Not because I'm you took smart. them at once. Uh, uh, well, no, but you know what's kind of funny? Is sometimes the more I read about them, the more I wanted to try them. <laughs> That's terrible. That's that's the real bitch of it all. It's like, wow, you know, Mets doesn't seem that bad. You can stay up for three days during finals week. No big deal. You get all your work done. <laughs> sleep the weekend after. You're fine. And you got to know how oh, they wait. work. It, right. <laughs> and you make sure that you don't use the stuff with all the cat pee in it so you're not ingesting that really horrible stuff. Uh. <laughs> you do the stuff with Sudafed instead. Yeah. Yay. But no, okay, no, screw it. I'll just do the caffeine pills instead like I always have because it's safer. So so you two, would you have responded to, to this if you were in Edmonton? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely. Only if I had issues myself. <laughs> I mean, okay, granted, I've got issues, but not like this. I, I definitely have issues, but not those kind. I just would like exactly. to go and, like, screw with his head. And just see what this is about. <laughs> I want to see pictures of his bridge that he built in his garage. That too. I want to see how And a shuttlecraft. I bet it's made of cardboard. His shuttlecraft's probably just his Toyota Corolla that exactly. he's got parked in the garage. <laughs> and the bridge is an office chair. You know. 
But it's TNG era only, so I guess it's a recliner. Yes. Maybe. It probably and it's has tan. Yeah, it probably has black. like an tan. ottoman kickback. <laughs> like the little refrigerator with the bud light in it right next to his bridge chair. Yeah. Perfect. He probably can't have alcohol with all the drugs he's on. His mom won't probably let him. Not. <laughs> Too many interactions. Yeah. Well, he asks mom if she'll bring him a beer, but instead it's apple juice. <laughs> he doesn't know the difference. Now, Billy, you can't have beer. You know that. Okay, yeah, that is um, one of the best <laughs> Craigslist lads ever. Best one that's come around in a long time, anyway. I saw one a while back that had a something about a, a used car that was like as great as a unicorn or something like that. It was it was like actually graphic thing. <laughs> I haven't seen oh, it in wow. a while, but I'll see if I can find the link and share it with you guys because it was it was truly epic. Like it was just this piece of crap old car, and they just made it seem like it was gonna shit rainbows as you drove down the street in this thing. <laughs> I would love it if a car could actually do that someday. <laughs> Can you get on that, car makers? Come on, Toyota. Work with us here. I will Nine buy that. car. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Alright, and uh, for the real reason I brought you guys here, Greg and Catherine are stuck in the holodeck in a, in a recreation of New England. We've got to overload the computer with as much information as we can. What kind of, of media w would, are we going to, to make the computer do so that it will release them finally? Ooh. Ooh, this is kind of tough. It's a challenge. Hmm. How about podcasts? Podcasts? What do you mean? Oh. What kind of What if we talked about podcasts so much that the computer couldn't stand it to the point where it started to overload, smoke, and then blow up, implode upon itself, and release them from the holodeck. Sounds like a plan. What kind of holodeck? What kind of holodeck? What kind of <laughs> podcasts are we going to talk about? Let's talk about the ones that I've been listening to, because I kind of had like a recent discovery of a new crop of podcasts. I kind of trimmed some old ones out that I just really wasn't liking a whole lot. And now, granted, I'm a bit of a podcast junkie. I listen to 20-something podcasts on a regular basis. <laughs> wow. I've got my whole collection of Trek podcasts because we've got how many now on Trek FM? Ten? So there's ten right there that I listen to every single freaking week, along <laughs> with things like Treknologic, which is really good. Um, and then, of course, Dork Trek, which stars our wonderful Jenny Z, as well as Broadcast, which I totally love, and anybody and everybody needs to check that out because it is, I think, one of the best podcasts out there. Why, thank but you. I have discovered a couple other gems that I truly adore that I wanted to tell you guys about, as well as everybody listening, of course. And to start things off, let's talk about one that Tristan, my co-host on To The Journey, uh, has recommended called Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And if you guys don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson is this wonderful astro physicist he works in new york uh, has a very prestigious job and makes appearances all over the place he's a very important guy and if you listen to his podcast tristan guaranteed this to me he said you will end up feeling like a genius after you <laughs> listen to this show and he was right because you listen to this guy talk about things like black holes and why the Mayan apocalypse was not ever going to happen. And, oh gosh, what else has he talked about? All sorts of wonderful things because he talks about really complicated astrophysics type stuff. And then 
He puts it in layman's terms, though, so an idiot like me, who has very little background in astrophysics, can understand it. And I feel like, hey, so guess what, honey? Look what I learned about <laughs> <laughs> black holes. Check this out, okay? And then I explained something really complicated that I learned two weeks ago that I don't remember now. But I knew it back then. It was really cool. <laughs> and he's like, wow, honey, that's really impressive. And I'm thinking, yeah, right? Genius. Yeah. So you listen to that podcast. You're going to feel 10 times smarter than you did before you started listening to it. To, the, to it. Yes. Says somebody who can't even speak. So <laughs> Professional podcast <laughs> right here. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Nothing but the finest here. All right. <laughs> so that's my first recommendation. My second recommendation, because I really was a psychology student, that's what I got my degrees in, I like the mental hour, or the mental illness happy hour. Sorry, again, I can't speak. <laughs> uh, this is a guy in Los Angeles, he gets interviews with anybody and everybody to talk about all facets of just kind of mental being, well-being, or not so well-being as the case <laughs> might be. I have listened to, in the last few weeks, anything from... An interview with a lady who works as an escort to a doctor who works with people who deal with um, uh, borderline personality disorder. Uh, among many other things, a cop who has post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of working in his job. It's very fascinating. And it's not just for people with diagnosable mental conditions. He also just talks about weird behaviors that we all have. Like, we all get compulsive about some things, right? We have these weird little habits. It's something we can all relate to in some way or another. He brings that out and helps you feel maybe a little less alone about it, <laughs> uh, a little more informed about it, and you kind of celebrate in maybe it is your excess eccentricity. That's the word, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it feels so weird saying two C's in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right <laughs> no really no really but anyway I've been listening to that and I've been terribly fascinated by it and one of my favorite things is apparently on this podcast website you'll have to look it up because I have not been to it yet you can go out there and fill survey fill out surveys and he will occasionally read responses from these surveys and they are entirely fascinating you can find a piece of yourself in all of these responses. So wow. I highly recommend that. Cool. I will definitely check that one out. Definitely <laughs> check that one out. It's about, mm, I want to say on average, about an hour and a half long. The time flies when you're listening to that thing. It's really good also for if you're working out, you start running on the treadmill or the elliptical machine or wherever it is you're on. And then half an hour later, which is how long I work out, then all of a sudden you're done. You're like, but wait, I want to keep listening to this. So you keep going. And it's actually really good if you're trying to get into a workout routine. You know, New Year's resolutions and shit, right? right. So, <laughs> okay, so my last one uh, that I also recently discovered was Stuff Your Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Cool. And this is a little more of a girly podcast, although oh. I think anybody can relate to it uh, more often than not. They talk about little bits of anything and everything, about half an hour, 40 minutes long, which is perfect for most people's commutes. And I've read everything about, uh, or not read, I've heard everything from the history of estrogen and uh, testosterone to the friend zone, as they call it, where <laughs> it's like 
going from being a friend with somebody to entering in a relationship with them because that's such a fine line sometimes mm -hmm. and it can get very complicated. A lot of good stuff on that. And then the last one, uh, actually, I have to give it a little bit of criticism. The last one was about kind of recent domesticity and how that is working in the modern era where things like uh, what you cook and how you decorate your house are kind of considered the new new age homemaker kind of trend and how a lot of people are getting into this. Hmm. I, I don't know if you guys know a whole lot about this, but the lady they interviewed, and I'm a former public speaking instructor. This probably bothers me more than it <laughs> bothers a lot of other people. But every other word out of this lady's mouth was either um or you know. Oh, that boy. they were interviewing about this subject and I had to turn it off. <laughs> Otherwise, the hosts are fantastic. When it's just them, I love the show. So give that a listen. Okay, are we still try trying to stump the, the holodeck, right? Yes. Okay, I have the perfect okay. thing. What's that? The TV show Adventure Time. It will blow Ooh, anything's mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've, I've seen pictures of this. But I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. It's it's yeah. a cartoon, and it looks like it's very simplistic, and it's just you know just one of these stupid wacky shows. But the more you look into it, it's it's got a lot of depth to it. It's it takes place in the Earth well after the apocalypse. I mean, they kind of give hints here and there where they they see underground cities with cars, and they talk about the Great Mushroom War that happened millennia ago, and now all the people that live on the earth are candy and daggers will fall from the sky and all kinds of crazy After things. After the mushroom wars, huh? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure they were seeing candy oh, after yeah. some mushroom wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I it's, help it's, um, you know, I, when I first got into it, it was a little bit just, okay, they've definitely been taking some acid on this show. Yeah. And I still <laughs> am pretty convinced. <laughs> <laughs> still pretty convinced that it's it's drug related but it's it's a very good show and you know you know plug this show into the holodeck and it's going to be so confused that it's going to break down and <laughs> greg and Catherine you know, will be able to escape maybe the computer will overdose on lsd yes and that'll help it implode this is very <laughs> possible oh and if, i think we have our our stumper right here. And if not, I'll go to that guy in Edmonton and I'll ask him if he can write me a prescription <laughs> for LSD. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because he said I'm, anything. I'm sure he'd be happy to help. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're you're both wrong, as as Greg will, will always have. He's always right, and therefore <laughs> the thing that will that will destroy the computer and blow its mind is the infinite possibilities of Minecraft. Oh. Yeah, which uh, which I understand Charlene is not addicted to as as Ginny and I are. No, I'm sorry. I'm actually very lame when it comes to gaming. I'm still playing things like Tetris and <laughs> Sims Three, which is which is fantastic. This this game Sims eclipses 3. them all. Uh, you know, I still like to micromanage fake people's lives. What can I say? <laughs> I do too. But I did look into Minecraft because you guys brought this up in preparation for the podcast it does look cool uh but at the same time i don't know if i fully get it like what is it that lures you guys in because i've just not been into the gaming thing for so long please tell me what you like about i it. think it's different for both 
Drew and I because we both play completely differently. <laughs> right. Okay, so do tell. Well, it's it's like Lego. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh-huh. Peter Molyneux, who who designed a lot of recent games, he's always making grandiose claims about his own games. But uh, I watched him in a in a documentary I watched about the creation of Minecraft, and Peter Molyneux compared it to uh, the the modern video games are like the modern Lego. The, the Lego sets, the, the Star Wars Legos, they give, you, they give you bricks and they tell you how to put them together and then you've got it. You've done it, good, and you put it on the shelf and you're done with it. But with Minecraft, it's like the big blocks, the big boxes of Legos that you had as a kid and that it just, it just you dump them out on the floor and that's it. I mean, you're, you're just a guy in a world made of uh, meter cubes. And each one has like a different elemental property, whether it's wood or mm-hmm. leaves or, or gra- ground or rock or iron. And then you just, you, you, it's, it's addicting from the first moment you like, you, you walk up and you punch a tree and you get an achievement for punching a tree. <laughs> it's called get wood. You know, and funny. I tried to do that oh, in wow. real life. I punched a tree and I didn't get an achievement. It was really just sad. <laughs> I just got bandages. So you can punch wood. <laughs> but you, 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 you punch the tree and it gives you a, a, a wood cube. And then you can take that wood cube and you, you put it in a little inventory box and it makes planks. And then you can stack two planks and it makes a stick. And then you can you can use the stick to make other things. There's all kinds of... Oh, I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can make your shovels, you can make your pickaxes, and then you use those to go out and dig more things it's not even just like a big bag of legos that you get of the mixed things it's like you have a box where all the legos are randomly put together and you have to go and take them apart so that you can build new things out of it random environments with with like uh random weather effects there'll be a desert area and a wooded area and a plains area and there'll be big cube sheep and stuff wandering around and and you can punch um, sheep in the face. It's great. You can punch sheep. It's oh, pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's just, like there's sheep. so many alternatives. Like, like Jenny just plays creative mode on her Xbox. Mm-hmm. So she's really not yeah, really delved into it. I don't fight okay, anything. Yeah. There's zombies and there's spiders and skeletons and all these things. But basically all I do is just build things. Like, it's, it's almost literally just like Legos for me. But I kind of... I take it to an extra loser level by building um, minecart tracks, which is basically like I'm building a model train on my Legos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not nerdy enough as it is. (laughs) But that's why we love you. (laughs) Okay, yeah, one thing I did get with reading about Minecraft was there are these different modes. There's... The mode that Jenny uses now, Drew. I take it you use a different mode. I use we we play survival, which okay. is uh there's a twenty minute day cycle and a twenty minute night cycle, and at night, uh, zombies and and spiders and Slenderman and all kinds of terrible things. Oh, Slenderman. Okay, so that's where this comes from. No, this is a reference to the meme. Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a completely different story. so whenever there's darkness if you go into a cave or something and it's dark monsters will spawn at you but at night monsters will spawn everywhere so you've got to like you've got to hole up you've got to build a house you've got to uh, find things to do inside or you'll just get eaten by all the zombies then there's also 
I forget what they call it, like hardcore mode, where if you die, your entire save gets overwritten. Mm -hmm. It's like the true <laughs> wow. death. There is no coming back. So, oh and my everything goodness. is gone. Now that's the computer going against you. <laughs> yeah, that's right I've never played it like that. But there's also a lot of modifications. Um, there's there's a there's a guy who's actually interviewed on the the documentary is building the Enterprise D to oh, scale to the Minecraft wow. people. The entire oh, interior, exterior, the entire you know. The nacelle was the last thing that I saw that was done. The entire interior of the nacelle with the warp coils going around, and the apparently in one episode there's a scene that takes place in the nacelle, and he built that room, you know, as best as you can. It's still got the terrible, you know, eight bit graphics and stuff, but it's really cool. And a bunch of my friends play. Uh, it's a, a Tekkit modification, and this adds, you know, like the most advanced thing you can build is like a, a light that tr you can turn off and on on the mm -hmm. basic version but in this one you can build uh you can build automatic mine things that just strip mine the countryside for you and collect everything nice. and then they go in little pipes wow. and then you can you can transmute things from one element to another element so it's really kind of destroys most of the fun of the game once you've built all <laughs> of the the things you can build a ring that enables you to fly you can build a nuclear reactor to power all oh. of your equipment you can build nuclear weapons and plant them around and it makes like a 30 by 30 cube of <laughs> destruction, See, now I which need is all PC. my friend does. I need the PC version because I only play on Xbox 360 and I can't do all these fun mods. I can't, you know, create a nuclear holocaust in my world, <laughs> which I would totally Aww. do. Yeah, I have a friend who, who <laughs> he, he always just progresses enough to build his own nukes and then stops and just proceeds to terrorize everyone else in the server. Because it's, it's multiplayer, because you can all build and work together, or you can just, you know, make it so that if they step outside their house one day, mushroom cloud, and there aren't, there's no more house. Wow. He actually, he actually managed to uh, walk off and make it, uh, so he, he dug underneath the person's house and planted one and all the way around and managed to make their house float in the middle of nowhere, just <laughs> in a huge valley. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. You might convince me yet to try playing this thing. <laughs> Not if you value your free time, because it is yes. very addictive. Oh. Yeah, okay, what free time. Yeah. In fact, I think I'll go play it out right after this. <laughs> There's a lot of times where I'm just, uh, you know, I'll have an envision, like, I'm going to, for some reason, I'm always digging underground. I like, I guess, I guess I'm part dwarf. I like just <laughs> mm -hmm. digging underground. <laughs> and I'll just find myself, like, two hours later, still just yes. pickaxe, 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 mm -hmm. pickaxe, pickaxe, clearing out areas for no reason. I mean, I have, I have no plan. I'm just clearing out this mm -hmm. area. Because you can. Because I can. Yeah. I like making everything square and having the same elements next to each other. And... Mm -hmm. You know? It, yeah, because you can. That's all the reason you really need. It's kind of like that alien in Voyager's Persistence of Vision. He screws with the entire crew because he can. Because he's got nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. Why not? <laughs> well, the thing is, I think we have better things to do. It's just that Minecraft just it eats your brain. It makes you want to play. <laughs> 
Well, I think we're going to call it a night so that so that Ginny can fulfill her addiction. Uh, (laughs) There is something about a really good game, though, that does that, where hours on end Mm -hmm. pass. All of a sudden, it's four in the morning, and you yes. think, "What the hell happened?" I was like that with Sims Two, also. I I oh, didn't yeah. let myself get hooked on Sims Three, fortunately. But there were literally times. Oh, you lucky that, bastard! Yeah, I did not <laughs> sleep when I had Sims Two. There were I just stayed up oh, all night, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I need to go to work and pay Tell for you more what, expansion I packs." In one day when I got Sims Two. Because it came out for Mac, and it was, like, kind of a big deal, you know? And I'm just thinking, I've got to play. <laughs> and I did, and it was beautiful. I mean, I had the fan running so much, I heard the thing going in my computer. Because <laughs> I've been running it for so long. And granted, yes. this was an older Mac where the fan was louder. But even so, I'm like, dude, I better let this thing cool off. So I take a five-minute break, you know, to, like, maybe eat, yeah. shower, <laughs> yeah. deal with my own little sim uh, little bars, you know, mm-hmm. relieve the bladder, hunger goes up, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> hygiene. You don't have the little vapors coming off of you anymore exactly. because you finally showered after two days. Yeah. And I would get to certain points me. where I saw everything in my life as a sim. You know, like, <laughs> okay, I haven't... I haven't talked to so-and-so in a while, so my lifetime friendship meter is going to go down on the him a little bit. <laughs> I better give them a phone call. Hey, you want to hang out at my house? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I will say there was yeah. an episode of Adventure Time where he got some little miniature people, and they were basically Sims. He was playing with these little wow. people for like 16 weeks. Didn't shower, wow. didn't eat. <laughs> It was oh just, my gosh. It was know, hilarious because I was like. Things, oh man. One of the funnest things I ever did was like. Oh God, this is terrible. I starved a sim to death because oh, yeah. I wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> and you know what's mm-hmm. funny is okay. He'd worked really hard. And so he had a whole bunch of money. I'd bought him a hot tub and all sorts of stuff. But I deleted his fridge and his phone so he couldn't call for pizza. and so all he did was sleep and then go in the hot tub whine and repeat until he died (laughs) see i heard about a lot of people who would they would take the sims and put them in the pool and then take the the ladders out so they couldn't get out of the pool and they would just drown (laughs) my my favorite time is is i built a uh, we built a floating house like we built it on columns and then deleted the columns (laughs) and then deleted the ladder that th- helped them get in i mean we provided them with food and stuff but uh they had Why? kids uh-huh. and you know if you don't take care of your kids dcs will come get them yes. dcs couldn't get in the I house dcs couldn't get in the house because there was no ladder or anything oh my god so what happened to the kids it disappeared the kid disappeared eventually. It was repos- the they were repossessed by dcs was that its name or its gender I don't remember what its name or gender was. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, dude. <laughs> but All right. That's awesome. Sims is so much fun. That oh, that's enough. We need to <sighs> oh, <that laughs> let our now, let our poor listeners imploded? go. Yes, I, I think I think that Greg and Catherine will be able to join us next week. Oh good. Um, I'd like to thank you for for joining me here and yeah, sure, you know, allowing me to try to corral you together. <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> But before I let uh, yeah, you guys effort, go, anyway. let let try to remember where they can people can find you on the internet and let yeah, them know. They can do that. 
uh, you can shout me up on the Twitter webs at oh the profanity. <laughs> and I am on Twitter at Jenny underscore Z. And you can also hear my podcast Mouthy Broadcast at mouthybroadcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at 005. You can hear Charlene all over Trek FM. Yeah, uh, baby. So be sure to head over there. And uh, I want to point out the, the newest show, The Orb. With, uh, the Chris... Orb, the glowing <laughs> incandescent orb. It, it, has, it has Chris Jones and Matt Rushing from literary treks and they're gonna they talk about deep space nine i'm not listening because i'm watching deep space nine right now and i don't want to have them talk about episodes that i'm about to get to mm. um but you can find a whole bunch of stuff on trek fm and so check it out and until yeah. next time bye, bye. Later. meeting a trend.